mess with Bill. Yeah, don't mess with Mike Wallace. You don't mess with Scott Maxwell either. Scott Maxwell writes the Ticking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel every Wednesday at this time. We talk to Scott, usually about what he's writing about. Please welcome Mr. Maxwell back to the program. Hello, Scott. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? What's the matter? Why are you laughing about, Mo? Now, you kind of had a huff in your in that response. You did. Like, hey, like I'm doing all right. You know, it's like, I'm doing all right. Something's don't ask on. me, but it's it's okay. I'm hanging in there. I was, you know what, I was finishing typing up an email to somebody, and I, you know what I said, I'm, I had to make that mental shift. This is this is Jim time. This is Jim and Scott time. That's, so that's it's, right. It's, it's all focused now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, first of all, I wanted to. You had a, a column earlier this week. I'm going to get to this healthy marriage uh, mandate, but in a, in a minute or so. Uh-huh. Sure. But uh, you had a, a column. You split it in half about the constitutional amendments that Floridians will face right. this fall. And at this particular point in time, let's just talk about the casino amendment, because on first blush, let me see if I get this right. When I first saw saw it, I said, oh, wow, uh, casino amendment, meaning that there's an amendment allowing Floridians, wherever they live, to decide, you know, home rule, whatever you want, uh, to be able to uh, decide for themselves if they want a casino in their in their community, let's say um, uh, you know Tampa or, or Orlando or or, or right. Palm Beach, and uh, and that's not what the that's not what the amendment is, is it? No, and in fact, uh, you're right. That, that the notion you have talked about is one I have generally supported. I'm not I'm not a guy who believes uh, casinos need to be crammed down anybody's throats, and uh, it should probably be it's fair to decide it on a location by location basis. But what this amendment would do is it would require statewide voter voter approval to the tune of 60%, by the way, because that's the way we do things now, for any place to open up a casino. And what that means is if uh, Palm Beach, for instance, decided, you know what, we got to bring in some revenue. People are sick of driving to Miami to play in the card rooms or go uh, play slots down there. They would have to ask the entire state of Florida, and that includes you know, the conservative panhandle, Jacksonville, Gadsden County, Pensacola, uh, for permission. And really, when you when you start to think, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it would also, by the way, be damn near impossible because things don't get upwards of 60% very often. Right. That's because it's not about democracy, really. This is a play by one company, really, uh, mm. with help from another. I wonder which one. one. Yeah, that one company is ours, Jim. Right here in our own backyard, it's Disney World. And they are um, – that's, that's not my uh, – that's not my you know, my guess. It's not my speculation. It is documentable. This is uh, Disney has pumped almost the entire amount. I think it was whatever number I used in that four or five million dollars single handedly to put this uh, ballot on uh, initiative on the ballot. And the reason is because Disney doesn't want competition. If you're coming to sure. Florida and you're staying at a casino, that's you know, and you're taking a hundred bucks to the blackjack table, it's a hundred bucks. You're not taking a, to you know the fantasy world or uh, or Epcot or or, or, or I don't think fantasy world's a real thing uh to Epcot well in our dreams it is but yeah, i understand what you're is. saying so so and, and they're trying to use the state constitution to thwart competition so that, that's really and the oh by the way i noticed i said there's one there are all there's one other company the other company that is supporting it's almost fully funded by disney it has also has a direct it's the seminal tribe yeah sure certainly <laughs> because they don't want any more competition because they're like yeah we got the biggest casinos in the state we don't want uh harrah's or caesar's or anybody else coming yeah, well, how about the idea that maybe people would, okay, if you're living in, uh, let's say, Kentucky, and uh, you say, hey, let's go to Florida because they've got some casinos down there. I mean, not everybody who decides to go to Florida is deciding to go to 
to Disney. I mean, and I understand, look, Disney says, we get them on the property, we're going to keep them on the property, that's why we have wave machines, because we don't want them getting in cars and going to the ocean. I mean, that's, that's, right. part, of, that's part of the deal as well. I understand that, but at the same time, somebody's business. I would imagine that if you had a, uh, a referendum or vote here in Central Florida, for the most part, I don't think people would vote for casinos because Disney and Universal SeaWorld, that's the mother's milk of our economy. We get it, but what do we care whether, let's say, Naples decides to have a casino or it's legalized gambling? All right. And first of all, I love to say the word Naples. Yeah, but uh, you're right about ev- everything you just said, and uh, that uh, I think people would not vote for it here. But there is a, not only is there a market when you were talking about people from Kentucky coming down to Florida, it's a gigantic market. I think we have discussed before. People, some people don't realize the casino over in Tampa, the Hard Rock. Yeah. It is like the fifth largest casino on planet Earth. I'm right. not talking about on the Eastern Seaboard in the United States. I'm saying on planet. Earth, there is such a demand because there's already a demand. If you if you if you're going to go uh, somewhere to gamble, it doesn't really make a difference. You might as well go a place that's uh, nice. Right. People want to come here, so this effort to clamp down is really anti-free market at at its best. Like you say, I don't really feel like I need one in my backyard. But but who the hell am I to tell Broward County? Uh, if they decide they want to open uh, slot machines and blackjack, that, 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 or, and what the, who the hell's business is it in Pensacola to say they shouldn't do that? That's why it becomes, it's really just using, businesses using the Constitution. Yeah, before I move on to the healthy marriage uh, mandate, I mean, is Disney upfront about this? Does Disney say, or any spokesman for Disney say, well, of course that's, we're behind this. We don't want any gambling anywhere near uh, anything in the Sunshine State. It's all about uh, closing off and uh, bringing people and money into the, into the theme park. Are they open about it? or did they do that high horse? Well, we're very concerned about the problems associated with legalized gambling and what it means for fam- you know, that old the yeah, boilerplate. They, they cannot hide that it's them, so they do acknowledge it's them, but they do but they do a little bit more of what you're talking about with the high horse. And I will say you have to give Disney one bit of credit. They are honest in their belief that gambling is not something that they want to invest in. Yeah. And the best evidence of that is they are the only major cruise line on certainly in America that operates where the boats don't have ships don't have casinos. Yeah. And that's because so so they have made a decision. That's also why the cruises cost about, you know, $20,000 to go for a week. But uh, but they, they've made a decision that's not part of their brand. But that's Disney's decision. I mean, it's Disney's decision not to have a brand shouldn't shouldn't be a decision that also impacts, uh, uh, you know, uh, Naples and every other uh, southwest part of the state. As a matter of fact, in the panhandle, you think that some of those hard, uh, hard luck counties might say, yeah, let's have some gambling here to raise a little bit of revenue other than uh, bringing in uh, tax money from alfalfa farms. So, all right, so I'm going to take a little detour because this is just fascinating, and I bet you have not read a thing about this yet. There are, in fact, these poor counties, and one of them is Gadsden that I mentioned right. before. It's, it's a mostly one of Florida's mostly black counties, at least last time I checked the Democrat. They got all kinds of uh, problems out there. They wanted some money. So to try to get around gambling laws, this is the new one. You're going to read about this at some point in time. They, they have come up with a new kind of slot machine, Jim. And the idea for this is you walk up to the slot machine, and the screen already tells you whether you've won or lost. What? So, yeah, now think about this, and it makes no sense at first. You walk up, and you walk up, and so somebody says, you can put a dollar in to play this screen, but you're already telling you it's a loser. So why would anybody in their right mind put a dollar into a machine when they know it's telling them it's a loser because they're not really paying for that screen. They're paying for the chance to look at the next screen. 
Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So I got you. This is the way the newest trick that the gambling operators, and they're going up and saying, well, this isn't gambling. There's no chance involved. You know before you put your dollar in right. whether you're going to win. So this is the new thing that they're trying, and Gadsden is one, and these panhandle counties you're talking about, they're talking about where there is money to be made, there will always be creative ways and therefore litigation. Got a few more minutes. Let's move over to this issue of that you've written about the healthy marriage mandate that they're mm-hmm. tossing about in the state capitol during the legislative session. The healthy marriage mandate. Mm-hmm. What is this? Jim, this is a, you. You may be uh, familiar. I think we've talked about it before. That uh, Tallahassee has had a little bit of a uh, problem. Well, the guys have had a little bit of keeping the trouble keeping the tackle in the box, if you know what I mean. Right. They've uh, we've had I think at least three legislators caught having affairs uh, in the last just three months. Uh, another one had to resign over sexual harassment mm-hmm. uh, issues. All four of these people. Uh, are, were married at the time. Uh, I've, we've, uh, the, the, we've had reports of uh, male legislators who play games uh, to see who can sleep with the most married people. I, I, I have I, gotten... I have gotten called, Jim, from, I'm going to say, it, the wives or mistresses of at least five different legislators. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Local? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't they call them session wives? You know, when yeah, they're there, having... An, well, I don't know if the mistresses like to call themselves session wives, but that's the that's the wink and the nod they say in the chambers. Don't let the wives meet the session wives. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, some, I don't get as many as I used to, but those calls, Jim, I, they would be when you come in the office around 9 a.m. and it says, call received at 2.35 a.m. <laughs> so the healthy <laughs> marriage mandate. So what, 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 yes, what is sorry, this? I got sidetracked. So all these people who uh, sleep with each other, they want to pass a new law that requires citizens of Florida to read a healthy marriage manual before they can get a wedding license. Get out of here. You would actually be denied a wedding license until you could prove that you had taken a look at the healthy marriage guidebook. It's like the Catholic Church, you know. I mean, it? you just have to go for instruction before the, you know, before the church will put approval, uh, you know, on you even getting uh, on, on you getting married. Right. So is this yeah. going anywhere? Or is this just a bunch oh, of? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, it was. Uh, <laughs> it, it, well, it, it started a little bit of a debate yesterday, and they started fighting over what needs to be in it. But to answer most questions, this thing I think would tell uh, couples that are about to be wed how they need to work on their communication, how they need to discuss finances. And by the way, this is all fine stuff. This is stuff that my wife and I uh, did with our uh, pastor before we got married twenty uh, some years ago. But you know what, Jim? That's something we decided to do. That's something we decided to voluntarily, and that's the way the world works. I don't think we need government coming in and telling us what kind kind of uh, marriage counseling we need to get, and we sure as hell don't need it from these people who play beach blanket bingo without the beach blankets. Every day up there in Tallahassee. All right, I got a great assignment. If you want to throw it around to the newsroom, yeah. see if anybody want to, right. wants to pick up on it. This is because of the Steve Wynn story coming out of, out of Las Vegas. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Orlando, Metro Orlando, Central Florida, to a certain degree, mirrors Las Vegas. It's uh, Las Vegas without the gambling and maybe some of the shows. But it's the issue of sexual harassment within the hospitality industry. Whether it's housekeepers, mainly housekeepers, and people who work in the you know the 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 ten dollar, eleven dollar an hour wage earners in the hospitality industry, and then being victims of sexual harassment, if not sexual assault, within that industry, I think it's a story. I don't know if anybody's touched the story yet. There's a lot of stuff coming out of Las Vegas because of the accusations against Steve Wynn, and essentially people said the the industry in Las Vegas is rife. 
with this kind of harassment. I wonder whether anybody, whether it's a paper, print, or electronic, has even thought about looking into this. In Las Vegas, as a matter of fact, I think it's Las Vegas, they've come up with the idea of having panic buttons for housekeepers. Because many times they're confronted by high rollers in their rooms, or anybody in their rooms, you know, make uh, unwanted sexual advances, if not sexual assault, you have managers who are engaging in this kind of behavior, housekeeping managers, and I'm just, you know, just, just might want to throw it out there. I think it's a great story to look at ourselves in this in this community. We employ so many people in the hospitality industry. Absolutely. Well, I will tell you this, and I think you are you're right. I I would imagine there is some of that. I'm of the impression that you you got to be really careful with this stuff. The, these stories that come out, uh, the ones that are legitimate, are not thrown together lightly by by these. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say sort of serious publications. And I've probably gotten three people reach out to me about a variety of things. Educators, politicians really? who said there there may be sexual harassment, and I've all, I've sort of got. I hate to sound like it's try a, a standard response says. Well, you know what? If there's a story to tell, we are not afraid to tell it. But let me tell you what we got to have. There's got to be people who are willing to speak. Yep. There's got to be documentation. There's got to be, uh, we're, you know, we're not going. And that's usually where it ends. I've yet to have a single one of those. And I'm not trying to belittle any of their uh, of the people who are bringing these. But that all that stuff had to come together in these other cases. Well, and, it, and it takes some time. Yeah, well, it's tough, too. I mean, if you're making 10 to $11 an hour, you're an unskilled laborer. You're in the hospitality industry. You probably got, I need the job. I need the job. If I start complaining, I go to the media, tell the story, this, that, whatever. And who are they going to believe anyway? Are they going to believe some fat cat who owns a hotel or works for a hotel chain, you know, one of the big ones? Or are they going to believe me, you know, somebody who cleans the bathroom and changes the sheets in the room? That is absolutely a legitimate concern. However, I'm going to submit that the the uh, burden of proof is almost flipped. I mean, these days in the climate we're in, the belief is uh, is almost guilty from the get go. And if you need further proof of that, just look at Steve Wynn. His company's entire company's stock dropped ten percent in the two hours after that story broke. I just looked while we were talking. I think it's down like twenty percent since three days ago. I mean, my, my point is you, you're. I understand. People who are, are uh, who have, who feel like they have been harassed or who have been harassed, you, you're right. They can be squashed, especially in court. But I think part of the Me Too movement has given people a reason to feel emboldened that they will their accusations will not be swept under the rug. I think Steve Lynn has had a facelift. Oh God! Oh yeah. my goodness! Oh my goodness! That's, All right. Yeah. Just getting a consensus on this. Though. He's got a he's got a great voice. He does. He's, yeah, oh, yeah, you're lucky he doesn't try uh, middays in the uh, Central Florida market, Jim, oh. or at late afternoon. Does he really? I didn't know that. He's the one oh, yeah, who, I think, put a thumb through a Picasso painting as well. I bought, you know, like a $10 million painting, if not Correct. more, and he said, hey, look what I just clunked, ah! bought, and put his finger yeah. through it. He also got into a, uh, I think it was a shoving match with George Clooney one night. Stop. Uh, really? They were arguing over Obamacare. Oh, yeah, the, guy, the guy's a character. All right, there you go. So. What's coming up in the next column? What are you working on? Well, I got the healthy marriages for tomorrow, and then Saturday, uh, excuse me, Sunday this weekend, I have uh, contacted all six major candidates for governor. I believe I'm the first journalist to do so, and I'm basically going to start outlining what their platforms are Good. to give a little heads up on uh, on the real issues, not the horse race, not the polls, not the tweets, uh, what you might get if you get one of these guys uh, in office next There you year. go. Good job, as always. We'll talk to you My next week. talking with you. All right, Scott Maxwell, he writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel every Wednesday on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.